<clears throat> What's going on, everybody? Rambling Viking, back at it again. Um, got a, a very intriguing topic to talk about this week. Hope everyone had a great week. Um, I got, well, it would have been unknowingly, but I got flipped off uh, yesterday driving on the road, um, merged onto the highway, you know, and both get over, car in front of me and I both get over, and then I was going to speed up and pass him, but then I speed up and I check my mirror and there's a truck coming up in the left lane really fast so i then have to stop but i kind of got up on this guy's bumper but it was like you know i wasn't speeding up to get onto the guy i was speeding up to get around and then i think i even put my blinker on but then i flipped it off and then uh i had to so i had to stop for a second but then i quickly get around and go and i wasn't even didn't think anything about it but then also my wife goes uh she like does the whole hands up shrug her shoulders like what and i was like what what's going on she's like that dude just flipped it flipped you off and i was like wait what (laughs) hold on hold on i get like there are scenarios where we all drive bad or we all do something silly and it's like you know maybe we deserve a little like like what are you doing look um i think flipping off is always just a too far of a jump but apparently (laughs) Apparently, this guy was having a bad day and decided I deserved to take all of it. Um, I did get up on his tail a little bit, but I my original intent was to pass him. Getting onto the highway, you should accelerate. He was, I mean, he was going 50-55, so it wasn't like he was going super slow. But, I mean, I'm, I just try and get on my horse because I want to be the best merging car I can be. Um, you have cars going 60, 65, 70 miles an hour, and it's like you can't try and squeeze into that traffic if you're going 45 or 50 like reasonably it's actually more dangerous but that's just a quick little side note today what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about unconscious or otherwise known as implicit bias um in my job recently we had a opportunity to go to this bus and it is um what is it called what is this whole it's like ceo action for diversity and inclusions check your blind spots i think is it's a cush. It's a bus all about unconscious bias. Um, so, which first of all, I mean, I've I've had a little bit of exposure to. It's a it's an it's a rather new topic, but the basic premise is we're all unconsciously uh, bigots. So we're all doomed. So just go jump off a bridge. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, really, what it is is that unconsciously we have a bias and okay, I'm being an idiot, but like unconsciously there, there's, there, there are decisions and, and, and that are made for us via our subconscious. So whether it be stereotypical, like first snap judgments, when you first see someone based upon what they're wearing, how they look, yada, yada, yada. And, um, since it's unconscious, we obviously aren't aware of it. So they're what they're doing is they're going people going and making people aware of said, you know, your blind spots. Like, hey, you have a little bit of bias this way or that way. And a couple interesting things to think about this. And and a lot of people are using this to be like, hey, you need to like to try and better yourself, make yourself more inclusive, make yourself um, more objective and all, all very, very, um, noble 
noble causes, like n- things to, to, to want to strive for. Be like, yeah, yeah, like I want to be better in this way or in that way. And uh, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad, it's a bad goal to have to, to do those things. However, um, after doing, uh, doing a little bit of research and now, if you guys know me, I've been listening, uh, you may or may not know by now, uh, I am, I do enjoy, um, uh, listening to modern thinkers and people that are kind of polarizing, but like Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Dave Ruman. But I, but I need to say this. I do really enjoy listening. I do seek out opposing viewpoints because I want to know the other side from a reasonable standpoint, because usually what happens is whatever side you are listening to or on or from or talking from, uh, you generally kind of either do a reductive, we'll just naturally do a reductive, um, a viewpoint uh, of the opposing viewpoint, give it a, and, and so then we just shred it apart. Like this is this is really what they're doing, or we'll straw man it, and it's really not um, giving a fair chance to see the other viewpoint. So I try, I try and stay relatively balanced. Obviously, though, we all kind of listen to and 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 naturally go towards like who we agree with, and it's the same thing in like everything we do. It's like right, if if you have people that have the same interests in you, you want to hang out with those people. You don't want to hang out with people who have different interests because you guys they're you're you're either gonna you're either gonna be miserable doing what they like or they're gonna be miserable doing what you like. And so, um, just a little interesting tidbit. But I am in the skeptical camp uh, as far as. This is this seems to have come up rather rapidly, and I know people say, "Well, we've been studying this for twenty years, um, and it's just now, you know, coming to the forefront for whatever reason." But I, I'm skeptical of it. But I generally try and be a little skeptical of every every new thing that comes up. You know, when people start saying the Earth was flat, and I was like, "What kind of theory is that?" No, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but. Because it it struck me as like as as a little little red flagish when people were you had people when they're saying okay you unconsciously are thinking this and you're testing that and it's like first of all it's like that's pretty interesting to be able to like to say yeah we're very accurate first of all and say okay here's how you here's how you answer the questions. So then here's what this means. So then here are your blind spots. There's a lot of jumps, a lot of conclusions being made. And what I, what I don't see is a lot of, a lot of pointing to evidence as far as like how you actually behave. And because that's really, really what matters. Um, because whether you, 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 you in, instinctually think a certain way or not, the, the biggest question in all of this is how does it affect your behavior? Um, and that's, that's really, that's that's one one kind of question I have initially off this. Um, one other question I do have, you know, is is obviously how how accurate are we? How sure that we can be, you know, that we're, that we're accurate? And 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 what does this mean? Those are the questions that I. That's where I really question. I don't necessarily question like, okay, the test is actually showing this, but then what what are the what what does this actually mean? So first question is, you know, 
you know, kind of what 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 is what does this actually mean? Because one thing I've learned from uh, research is that correlation is not always equal causation. Um, and for just for me personally, I feel like what a lot of this um, unconscious bias talk is doing is actually in a lot of ways guilt tripping people, but basically telling you that your 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 bias in this way or that. And almost in, in, in a sense, it is telling you like, low key, you're, you're racist in this way towards for or against certain people um, and certain things. So, so it's very interesting, uh, but, I, but I'm, not, I'm not necessarily placing my – well, I, I try not to just be like, okay, it's dumb. Like, like I watched one video about how it's stupid and now I believe it's stupid or vice versa. I mean like, wow, this is really real, but actually – Kind of, kind of think about this, you know, because I, I think it deserves legitimate thought. But the, I mean, the more I've thought on it, the more I come to realize is, is a with something unconscious, the person has no idea that these these decisions are being made. So, um, and, and and something to kind of put it in perspective is very interesting. Uh, tidbit I found I heard from Dr. Phil the other day is that we talk about 120 words per minute, but our brain thinks about 1200 words per minute. And that is like the conscious brain, which means our unconscious, you know, who knows what's going on. Oh gosh, hit the mic. Hope everybody's okay. Um, is, you know, our brain is is just, there's 10 times more going on in our brain than is coming out of our mouth. And we all realize it. Now, the other, the other, the other thing I, I take, I kind of take issue with is, so I know in a lot of this training, it's like, they just show you something and either you, you know, hit one button or hit another button or you choose a picture or something like that. And it's, it's all very quick because it's testing for the unconscious side of you, meaning you're not thinking about it now, but then you'll get your test results and say, wow, you're unconsciously biased in this way. And then it's going to make, you know, may, you may come back and be like, wow, I, I had no idea. Now, now the other question is in real life and in actuality, I know a lot of people whether we want to or not, snap judgments, um, first impressions happen all the time. Once again, going back to the fact that it, it's our unconscious mind, meaning we aren't, we can't consciously be like, no, don't stop. Um, but it's totally unconscious. And for me, I know what I've, I've developed a, a practice of doing because we all uncontrollably have thoughts and certain inclinations that come into our brain is I always stop and say, like I'll, like if there's some weird thought that comes across my mind that's a that's a stereotype or just you know just a snap judgment, I say that could be true, but let's keep an open mind and let's just find out. You know, if I'm going to interact with this person or whatever, let's just let's just wait and see how it unfolds. So like, let's just take a seat, take a back seat, and just and just go along for the ride, as opposed to saying. Oh, this car is, you know, definitely going this direction. She's like, well, maybe it's not. It has options. You can turn left, right, whip a U-turn, like whatever. Go straight and don't automatically think, oh yeah, we probably have to go right um, because of X, Y, and Z or, or, or whatever. And, and I think most people, mm, I can't generalize. I can't generalize. I would love to think that most people on the most basic level, step back and, 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 and take another thought before 
they they jump to some sort of conclusion or something. But you know, I could be wrong. People like I like I say, people are dumb. A person is smart, but people are kind of dumb. You know, and in a general sense, it's like unfortunately, a lot of people don't think at all, and they'll they'll end up acting upon said pre you know pre un, uh, unconscious bias or judgment, whatever you want to call it. But so while while these tests may be good to show you something that you weren't aware of. The, the the question I the question I have is all right now what is that does that actually have any effect or bearing on how you actually act when you're actually out there because I know a lot of people now I do feel like most people are th- you know thoughtful in terms of uh, if you want to call it diversity and inclusion <laughs> which I think is 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 wrongly applied and utilized in a lot in a lot of scenarios um, I have a lot of own my own issues with with that subject um, and just in how it's utilized in society and, and how I think it's very shallowly used and not actually used. It's more of a kind of a race baiting thing, but different topic. Don't want to get off subject here. And so, you know, that that's, that's my next question is, okay, well, it's good to see this unconscious bias, but like, does it actually have any bearing? Meaning when you, when you, when you act in your day-to-day life, I feel like people give it, give, give other people more of a chance, more of an opportunity. Um, and so I'm not sure how fair it actually is, but, uh, what I was going to do is I was going to go to the site. So it's ceoaction.com and I can link to it down below if you're just curious about it. And they had a bus. I wasn't able to go on the bus tour, um, because I had, I had things to do, um, for work, but, uh, so I missed it. So I didn't go on the bus tour, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I found out that like half the people didn't even get onto the bus because the line was so long and certain things. But they have tons of tons of info. And I, I watched a couple videos and one or I watched one video because I, I was like, oh, I don't know how which ones to watch. But I watched this one and it was the picking the All-American family. So they took like six people or whatever, and they had a room full of like 50 people and they were all standing kind of in a, in, in a neat formation. And it said, all right, go pick out out of these people, your image of the all American family. And to no, to no surprise, what everyone picked was a mom, a dad and a kid. And a lot of people picked a homogenous family, meaning they were all, they all had the same amount of melanin in their skin, same ethnic background. Um, which, before before we scream racist, we need to understand something about our human mind. We associate similarities, right? And it's not this. This first of all, this isn't a one track thing. There's so many variables affecting this. This is my other issue with kind of pointing to unconscious bias and saying, "Oh, you're biased in this way, so you're actually." And they won't probably tell you this, but you're actually racist or bigoted in this way. Is has how a lot of people look at it. And, and when in actuality, there's so many variables that are affecting your thought process and, um, and, and how your mind works and what those snap judgments could be besides just your unconscious whatever. But there, there's so many factors that go into that, that I, I think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit arrogant to be able to be like, yeah, we have it all figured out. And this is what it is. Um, especially with 
how science is constantly evolving and how much we actually don't understand the brain. That's hilarious. Is like when you hear science, neuroscientists talk about like understanding the brain and, and how it actually functions and, and all these different things. It's like, yeah, we know the anatomy of it. We, we, we have a pretty, we have a, what I would tell is a decent idea of it, but there, there are so many things about the brain that we have no clue about. And so it feels arrogant sometimes to be like, yeah, this is how, this is how it goes because there, there's so much that's unknown. But anyways, that, that's what people picked out. And then what they did is they say, we actually have like five families within this group of, I don't know, 50 or 60 people. And so they're like, all right, families, now go get together. And let's see, they had, they had, they had a couple, um, they had a couple, uh, they had a two dad, a two mom family. There was a black guy with a white girl. There was a black guy with who looked like maybe an Asian Pacific Islander girl. Um, but, but there was a mixture, right? There was a mixture. And then they throw up on the screen, three out of four people picture the All-American family as white. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I feel like that, that feels like a stretch to me be like yeah that statistic is solid i was like well and maybe this is just me but i'm always i'm always a little skeptical about that because for instance one girl what she said was i was picturing my mom and dad in our family so there's one factor that influenced her was her family she was literally just rebuilding her family and she was a white woman and so um based on the family that she picked looks like she picked an all white family now coin in the other basket and they didn't say this this is me this is me kind of inferring this but you could have been could have been saying but the opposite right could have been could have been a black girl and been like i was picturing my family and then boom 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 all black family uh so so there, there there's one instance one influencer there is oh i'm picking i'm picking i'm literally building my family and here's the interesting thing this is where I come back to population numbers. People, people cry racism when in actuality, I, I think they don't give enough credit to population numbers. So three and four people think the all-American family is um, all white. Well, let's look at something. 60% of our population is, and I hate doing this because this is clumping a lot together, is white, is of lighter skin. While me, myself, I say, no, I'm Scandinavian because that's an ethnicity. White is not an ethnicity. Black is not an ethnicity. It's the amount of melanin in your skin. We're actually all American because this is where we're from. And But for some reason, we feel the, the heavy need to trace back. I'm getting off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> As you can tell, I get fired up. Anyways, so so there's there's one influencer right there. It's like we naturally think of our situation. And, that, and that's not selfish. That's not good or bad, neither here nor there. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like if you came from, honestly – Came from an awesome family, so be like, yeah, here it is. Now, here's my thought. If I was, and this is me being probably way too thoughtful, but if 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 I was in that group, I was trying to think and honestly think, because that that test felt like a real trap. It doesn't feel like you can win at all in that, because no matter what you do, it's like picture the all-American family. But I definitely feel like we're in a in a time now where we say, like, there's no norm anymore. 
where I don't think the majority of people think there's so, yeah, there's like the all American family that's like with the white picket fence. Like that's what that's what that's what that says America, and it's like or actually, I think I think our diversity says America. Um, and, and as far as like how you can't sit there and be like, yeah, yeah this is what that looks like. That's what most, 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 how most things play out. Um, when it's like, really, if I was in that group and they took me in there and said, pick the all American family, be like, I would probably look at them and say, how? I have no idea. And they'll say, you know, just go with what you feel. And I'm say, well, I'm not going to pick the all American family. I'm probably going to pick my family, but I could pick seven. Seven, I have seven different choices off the top of my head that all probably you would say are, are equal equally represented. And honestly, I might have been a joker and like put together two dudes or two girls or three parents and one kid or something like that and really just throw them off, be the outlier. Like my results have to get thrown out because I'm kind of a smart aleck. But no, it's seriously like someone, someone can pick out the all-American family. I'm gonna be like, no, that's like, I, I just by, just by trying to make an attempt, I'm set up for failure in this. And I understand you have to be like willing to be part of the participation and, and it's trying, but that whole scenario to me is just a big trap. It is. It's just like, Hey, yeah, yeah. There's no winning out of that. No matter what you pick, you always be like, well, there's this and there's that. And, and. For instance, say you were like, yeah, I tried to pick to these two women because I know there's a lot of lesbians out there. And uh, there's, and gosh, that sounded very insane. I don't care. But look, I know that's a common occurrence. And, you know, there, there are people, there are families like this with two moms, two dads, whatever. And that's neither here nor there. And yeah, I just don't know. I will say this. No, I'm not going to say that because that's going to, whatever. So that, that's the video that I watched and it was kind of interesting. Um, Cause you had people, I think you had people picking similarities in, in just looks. And this is all something we naturally do, right? Uh, I can't, I can't think of what it is, but it's like, we will, we naturally gravitate towards stuff that is similar to us. Now, Here's something. I not to say so not to say that like okay so if it was a white person in here they would have picked an all white family a black person would pick a black family because I think you could flip that script and I would reason that they would a black person pick could put together an all white one and a white person put together an all black one um, just to use the two most common examples here as far as ethnicities go and. You know, I don't think it, it changes the narrative there because if you had a white person picking a white family, you say, wow, that person's like, like racist or whatever. No, 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 no. What they're doing is they're just picking similarity. Like if all you have to go off of is I'm just looking at these people, you have no idea. And so you're set up for failure. So that's why I don't like that test. But anyways, I watched, I watched that one and then I was going to like take a quiz or two and then I was going to talk about it. And then I get like two questions into the quiz and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why would I just, I'm going to have to go back and like references. How would I just take it live action? And so take a couple of these quizzes. They have like 17, they have six quizzes, check your blind spots, building gender IQ, blind spots, gender equality quiz, um, examine your network quiz, women in leadership quiz, the implicit association test. 
Um, that's an interesting sidebar is examine your network quiz. Don't like that because of um, population dispersion as far as ethnicity goes. One variable that you kind of kind of can control, kind of can control, is like the, the populations in your area that you live. And so to be like, look at your network. Like, are you diverse? And it's like, what if I live in rural America in, in I don't know, southwest Kansas in a town of 2,000 where it's 40% Hispanic, um, 45% <laughs> – I'm just making up numbers – 45% white and then 15% German. I'm probably not going to have a lot of black friends. And that has zero faults on me. They're just just no black population, or it's a very small black population. So let's say fourteen percent is German, and these numbers are all made up, by the way, all made up, but just guessing. And so, I don't like the network. Just the idea of checking your network. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do that. I'm I'm going back to like I don't think testing and look at these things and and sell because I believe examination and reflection is how you can possibly get over some, I don't want to call it, but minor, in quotes, bigotry that you might have. But it just makes you more well-rounded, more thoughtful as a person. And that I do agree with. But I I don't like to, when you do this reflection, you don't need to jump too, too far with it. You know, don't need to say, well, this means that. And that's the end of it. It's like, mm, you, if you really are reflecting, you're going to look at all the different variables. But anyways, um, blind spots, women in leadership quiz. Oh boy. And the implicit association test. So, uh, first of all, I guess I'm going to check my blind spots. So experts tell us first, our unconscious mind makes majority of our decisions for us. I could not deny that, you know, shifting your focus can help you see what's possible. Check your blind spots to learn more. Sips tea. And question number one, human brain is overloaded with 11 million pieces of information every second. How many pieces of information can your brain process in that one second window? 400,000, 40, 400, or 40,000? I picked 40. That is correct. Um, so what they say then is your brain takes cognitive shortcuts to help us process all this information. Um, which means, the, the i.e., the snap judgments. And which sometimes can be wrong and not aligned with our conscious beliefs, but that's why we have our conscious beliefs and that's why we have our conscious side because your conscious side, what it does is you make a snap judgment and your conscious side said, wait, hold on, that may not be right. And what you can do is you can basically throw that, throw that snap judgment out the window, which is what I do every time because we all have those snap judgments, whether we want to or not. Unconscious bias happens when without us even knowing it. Surprise, surprise. So big question there that I always have. Does it? What kind of impact does it actually have on our behavior? Now, if you go back to the last question, you can say it has a pretty big impact. However, snap judgments are just thoughts. It doesn't always reflect into behavior. So where is this actually going? Experts believe that it is approximately blank percent of our decisions are made by our unconscious minds. And I said 90%. And that was correct. Bringing awareness. Okay. So they say, you know, people want to be fair, but our unconscious minds might sometimes get in the way. And once again, my personal belief is 
if you just take two seconds and just rethink about whatever snap judgment or thought goes through your head and just say double back on it, boom, it's taken care of. So while it is a 90-10 split, because once again, we don't understand of, of how our of so many things about our brain, it's like, okay, all, all this is happening in your mind before you even take action. You can do this because your brain works a lot faster. Remember that whole 120 words versus 1,200 uh, per per minute. Okay. Studies have shown we are likely to see our information confirming our beliefs, disregarding opposing information. One study found that people spend how much more time reading articles in accordance with their beliefs rather than in opposition. So how much time do you spend um, reading things that align with your beliefs? And I, I picked D 56%. The answer was actually 36%. Um, so favoring information that supports our beliefs and ignoring evidence that contradicts them is called confirmation bias. Yes, I know that. In the workplace, it's kind of bias can squash innovations before they start. Yes, it can. Looking at while whilst a third. Oh, so you spend a third more time seeking your confirmation. To me, that I my question is, is that significant enough? I do understand. Once again, if you're if you're if you're if you're a thoughtful, open person, while you do seek certain things out, you always give the other viewpoint a fair chance. So while you're looking to confirm your beliefs, because I think that's a, that's partially a security measure, but it's also just natural and innate for us. For example, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to read certain books about Christianity, about um, about uh, the Bible and, and certain things in my beliefs and what it means. Be- a, because I want to become more strong in my beliefs, but this is a deep personal belief that I value and I and I and I hold to be an objective, uh, have objective truths, and it's kind of a lens on my worldview. So it is very important to me. And so there's an instance where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna confirm that belief because that is a that 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 transcends so many things. And it's like that's that's such an important belief. Now I always listen to critics. I love to listen to critics. You know why? Because it it can it can help me get better at understanding why I believe what I believe. And so that's why I listen to critics. But I'm not gonna sit here and just go and look at try and try and disprove the Bible. While that actually can be a good way, trying to do the I forget what the exact term for it, but it's like a oh shoot, I don't remember what it's called. But nonetheless, um, you can do that and. And try and disprove it, but for me, okay, a third of a third, I spend about thirty percent more time looking at things that I agree with versus things that I disagree with, and that's just natural because why disagreement? People don't like conflict all the time, and it's like why would I want to listen to someone who completely disagrees with me and is sit there and tell me my idea is wrong? Now I love to sit down and have a discussion and learn about the other side, but. <clears throat> By and large, I think this is something that everybody does, and I don't see necessarily a huge problem with it. Um, once again, I don't know how far we can go with a conclusion based off that. When orchestras in the 1970s began holding blind auditions, auditions being held behind a curtain, the number of female musicians increased by how much? I'm going to say 20%. Oh, and that is correct. See, now that's that's cool. That's a good thing. There we, we The 20%, a fifth, it's pretty significant, twenty percent. And so there, it's like, hmm, there could have been something there. Uh, now that was back in the nineteen seventies, so they call this prototype bias. 
Um, <laughs> so this is based on stereotypes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. That one was interesting. Acknowledging and understanding our, our unconscious biases are the first steps in overcoming them. What are some of the ways we can take action to overcome your your own potential blind spots? Uh, examine your network. Open the door to your inner circle. Encourage ideas. All of the above. Of course. The Examine your network. Yeah, sure. Look at your network. Whatever. I, I don't think that's a huge one. Uh, open the door to your inner circle. So basically saying be open to making new friends who don't agree with you. Yeah, I think that's great. I think you need to have people be able to talk to people that you don't agree with or that hold different views um, on some level. Um, encourage ideas. That's just the most like general thing ever. People don't encourage ideas. I don't, I don't know what it's trying to get at there. So, but once again, I, so I think I feel in this area, I'm, I do pretty well, meaning I'm, I'm pretty thoughtful, pretty reflective, and I think about this. This is stuff I've thought about. Maybe your average person doesn't really think about all this stuff. So this could be good, you know, for someone. But once again, I, I'm, I'm not sure if this was just more saying, hey, look at this, um, and maybe not making conclusions. Maybe this doesn't make conclusions. We'll see. Understanding potential unconscious biases and encouraging diversity can make all the difference in the workplace. Research shows diverse teams perform better in and companies with the highest level of diversity brought in nearly blank times more sales revenue than those with the lowest level. Ten times. Oh, it's 15 times. <laughs> so this is saying the companies that address societal racial tensions, um, they gain business and brand benefits. So companies with employees who feel comfortable discussing race relations then are more like 70%. So basically it's just saying, Hey, if you feel comfortable talking about uncomfortable topics and it's like, then you're going to do better. Of course, because you're not always worried about someone looking in your shoulder. This is just true in general. If you, and that's just, that just means you have an open workplace. That's not going to shut you down for talking about anything controversial. Now, and a lot of people like to say, leave your personal beliefs at home, leave your this at home, don't talk about this in the workplace because you're here to work. And that I totally get. So, interesting. All right, let's submit this, see what I got. Um, I got a gif of Morgan Freeman in the tux clapping his hands, saying, nice going, you're well and well among your blind spots. I feel like that's racist. We're going to show him a black guy clapping his hands. What a... <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was interesting. That was a quiz. Where am I at time-wise? Holy crap. So while I think it was a good idea to really look at that and go through that quiz, uh, I don't know if I even want to touch these gender ones, examining my network. I don't know. These these things get sticky. And I, I have a whole thing about gender that I think is, I think th this gender movement I'm skeptical of. Surprise, surprise. But I'm curious. I love I love for uh, anybody who listens to this to go to ceoaction.com and maybe look through some of this stuff about unconscious bias. Um, do a little bit of research and, and and see for yourself. You know, get 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 an idea. Um, and because maybe you you haven't looked at it at all. Maybe you have, but I'd love to know how other people view this. Um, because I I think. 
and I'll restate my point here in a second because I, I think it's a, a good discussion to have. And I'm just curious because sometimes I feel like I'll tell you when I was looking through, like when I was looking through for videos on it, it was like a 90, 10 split as far as like unconscious bias is a thing. Here's what it means. Here's how you fight it versus is unconscious bias legit, which I don't like because I feel, I feel like it's already being accepted. Not, I'm not going to debate that there's unconscious bias. I'm, de- I'm debating the, the importance of it and, and what role it actually plays. Because I feel that's where that's where the disparity, that's where my skepticism skepticism comes in, is saying, okay, is this actually have like what effect does this have, and can we actually really tell what effect this has in our life? Because the last thing I want to do is waste my time trying to look at my unconscious bias and and become aware of it and fight it, and only to find out down the line that like oh yeah this actually really has no that not not much bearing now there i know there have been some interesting i haven't looked at these myself but um there have been some studies as far as looking at like this un, a lot of unconscious bias training and blah 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 uh, uh trainings and, and programs and they tested people before and after and actually there there's not a lot of evidence that these trainings benefit people behaviorally and some instances even showed that this this training actually made people lean into stereotypes more rather than less, which is hilarious to me. It's like, hey, we're going to teach you and train you so you're more open and inclusive and you're more bigoted now. Which, by the way, I hope you guys get – like I'm kind of using these terms like racist. Like when I talk about that instance, like we're all closet racists or bigots, I'm using that term very tongue-in-cheek because – uh, it, it's basically me taking a shot at the people who really like to throw around the term bigot because I think it's overused. And I, I think people obviously point to racism too quickly too, but I think, I think the term, sorry, got cut off. I, I think the term got cut off uh, by my 30 minute, um, allotment, single recording allotment on anchor. Thanks. Thanks anchor. Anyways, uh, like I was saying, I think the term bigotry, you know, I think these, I think people like what I'm worried about with unconscious bias, they, they look at some, something that someone says or certain behavior and they're like, well, that's, that, that's bigoted. That means you're a bigot. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There are so many variables and factors that go into our behaviors and certain, certain types of action. And there's so many things to take in consideration that you can't just say A plus B equals C in this scenario. And, And I think people are too quick to do that. Maybe because they're, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe because there's some sort of implicit or unconscious bias that they don't realize, and so they're making snap judgments about, so a bigot of a bigot. You're a big, you're a bigot bigot. You're bigoted against bigots. Bum, 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 bum. No, no, I'm kidding. But seriously though, this is such an interesting topic, and I think it's such a nuanced topic that I'm just careful of accepting the conclusions and, and, and things like that. But I think it's very interesting that like they des- they tried to design these things to help people, but it, there's actually studies showing this like, eh, we're not sure on the results because a lot of this is, as Ben Shapiro said, you're kind of chasing a ghost of a ghost um, in a lot of ways because thoughts and actions are two separate things. And it's like whether something is happening in your mind, how – you know, making sure that, you know, how do we actually measure and know that that is the sole primary effect on, 
on on what you're doing because going back to that whole like build the all-american family thing i don't think that one lady who was, was racist because she picked an all-white family she was just recreating her her scenario which was what we like to do we like to think a lot of times and this is wrong but like we'll say oh like like if i'm around someone who is similar to my age maybe by a few years I know I would automatically just kind of assume they're either like my age, a year younger or a year older, but they might be three or four years difference in age, but we get along just fine. That really has no bearing on the relationship. That's just something we naturally do. We kind of think we're the same age. I've been that I'm like, oh, how old is that person? You know, I don't know. Maybe my age, they, they, I feel like they're my age, but then a lot of times that's just us built, putting our situation out there, working from our own experiences. And that's, I, I, I think that's neither here nor there. It's neither good nor bad. It just, is what it is and it's how we operate as humans so anyways let me know um you can check me out on twitter at rambling viking or um, the rambling viking at gmail.com um, please seriously this is such a new and uh, new topic not a new topic it's such this topic is is it, it we're seeing it everywhere it's growing and i'm interested to to know your take on it and um if you have any criticisms of my take on it i'd love to hear it seriously um whether you disagree with me why because I, I love to have a discussion because it'll make us both better and we can both understand all the nuances about it but my basic conclusion is that like in general i think so a lot of organizations in place you need to pump the brakes on it and i think the general message is just hey be more thoughtful like those initial thoughts that come into our brain that we can't control so our unconscious bias just say hey just don't just don't mind those you know what i'm saying that's and I think that's good practice for everybody. Just like be like, hey, don't. Okay, cool. Um, that person looks like this, so maybe they're that. Maybe, but I'm not gonna judge either way. I'm just gonna say, hey, that's a person, and just do that. Like, boom, problem solved. Um, well, potential problem. I don't know because here's the thing. How do I know you're gonna take any action, or I was gonna take any action based on that judgment? See, see the problem with this, and how I can keep rambling. So I'm gonna stop because I don't want to become that podcast where you're like, okay, he just reiterated the same thing 14 times but um i'll throw a link down to the down to the website where you can take all the quizzes for yourself i'm probably going to take a couple more of the quizzes but it just took so much time on here that i don't want to waste your time of me taking quizzes um however if you would like me to take the rest of the quizzes um and just do a podcast where i run through the quizzes and maybe talk about a couple of videos uh let me know seriously if that's something you want like hit me up on twitter or gmail um or send me an email and let me know and i'll do it but uh, if I don't get any word from, I mean, because I know I don't necessarily, I don't know if I have like a regular listener base yet, but uh, because I'd love to love to really have a discussion about that. And then that could start a discussion about the results and I could do an episode where maybe people send me their, you guys send me your results and we, and we look at the results, talk about the results, think about what they mean. Um, but I think it'd be pretty interesting. So maybe I will do that and maybe that'll be a special bonus episode this week. We'll just have to see. Um, anyways, hope you guys have a great week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the rambling Viking. Don't forget. You can find me on all the major pl podcast platforms, uh, at rambling Viking on Twitter and, um, the rambling Viking at gmail.com. Please, please jump in on the discussion. Uh, or if you know me personally and can reach me any other way, that's cool too. So until next time, guys have a great one. Uh, watch out for your, watch out for your closet racist that lives in all of us.